Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everyone? Welcome to Benchtown TV. My name is Jim, and today, Benchtown TV is going to be trying something a little bit different than usual. The normal Gen V crew had a little delay in recording. I think their episode should be out by tomorrow. So what I'm going to do is Benchtown TV's first ever solo cast to hold you guys over until the review drops in the next day or so. This is going to be a quick and easy episode. I'm going to quickly break down some things from the episode that I thought were important points. And if you know me from any of our other podcasts, then you know that I can't stay away from those theories. And I do think I have some juicy ones for you. But first, a little housekeeping. If you're listening from our Boys Gen V feed, then we just want to make sure that you know that not only do we cover Gen V, but we've covered hundreds of other TV shows. We recently finished covering The Wheel of Time, One Piece, and The Fall of the House of Usher. Currently, besides Gen V, we're dipping our toes into reality TV with Survivor, and coming up, we'll be covering Invincible, The Murder at the End of the World, and Beacon 23 all in November. If you're interested in checking out any of the other shows we've covered or any shows we'll cover in the future, all you have to do is subscribe to our Binstown TV feed by searching us in any of your favorite podcast apps, or you can check us out at BinstownTV.com, and you'll find our entire catalog of episodes there with some blog posts, with some theories. There's a lot of good stuff there. Lastly, if you want to chat with the Benchtown TV gang and fellow TV movie lovers, we have a Discord community that we've been growing the past few months that we've been having a blast with. We'll leave that link in the description, so come join the fun, guys. It's awesome. We've been talking about a lot of different shows. Recently, we're really breaking down some Gen V stuff, talking about some theories. Silo was huge on that. We had a lot of Silo talk. We have a feed for what should we watch next with TV show recommendations. It's been a lot of fun, so come on and join us. We'd love to have you. All right, so now that's done, let's get this episode started. Gen V episode six has dropped and it was a big one. Let's start with the big revelations here. Like I said, I want to talk about some important points, break them down a little bit, and then we'll talk about some theories mixed in. So number one is that Cardoza finally created the virus that him and Shetty were waiting for. This version of the virus only affects soups, makes them sick and dulls their powers. The way that the virus works apparently is that it attaches to the compound V in their blood. So let's underline that really quick in their blood. Why is that statement important? Well, I'm thinking that Marie's bloodbending powers are going to have something to do with this virus at some point in maybe the next two episodes. I feel like this virus has to be taken care of pretty soon unless it becomes a major plot point in the boys season four because we do know that season one of Gen V is going right into season four of the boys. But anyway, maybe she's going to help cure the virus, identify the virus in whoever has it, something. But I do think we're going to be using Marie 
for that in the next two episodes. Also, at the end of the episode, Cardoza accidentally kills the soup. He's really nervous and upset, but Shetty has that menacing look, and she is very pleased, and she asks if they can make it contagious. So Shetty has gone rogue here. Why does Shetty hate the soup? So here we go. Theory number one, if you don't count the Marie theory, this is our big theory. We made a YouTube video about it. We posted on Twitter. Why does Shetty hate soups? Why does she want to kill all the soups? Our guess here is that it has something to do with her daughter. Earlier in the season, we have Marie talking to Dean Shetty when they're having breakfast. Dean Shetty's trying to play the nice, sweet Dean slash therapist role for Marie. And there's a subtle conversation where Dean Shetty says, my daughter, and Marie says, you have a daughter. And Dean Shetty said, I did, and immediately changed the subject. So our guess is that Dean Shetty's daughter was killed by a soup or maybe was given compound V and didn't react well and died from it. Something that has to do with compound V and soups in general has caused a major issue for Dean Shetty, making her want to get rid of them fully. Our number one guess is going to be that her daughter was killed by one. All right. So the next big revelation is that Kate is a lot stronger than we thought. Kate's soup ability is not just pushing. She's actually also a telepath similar to Jean Grey. So I talked about this in a YouTube video as well. I haven't had a chance to be on the podcast, but I have been throwing my theories out on YouTube and Twitter. And I said that I thought that Kate was a lot stronger than we were realizing and that she's actually been having her powers dulled by the virus. My guess was that Dean Shetty was giving her a beta form of the virus that was dulling her powers. I was kind of right because we find out in this episode that Dean Shetty visits her and starts giving her her pills. So we know that the pills are kind of recent for her since she's been to Godolkin a little bit before Godolkin. I still think that the pills might be an early form of the virus or a different version of the virus or something like that, because the only thing that we get when it comes to Kate and having her powers hurt her if she uses them too much is her experience since she's been at Godolkin. But we also know that the pills were given to her before Godolkin, and we find out in this episode that she was basically locked up in a prison cell by her parents after she accidentally pushed her brother and made him run away. So she wouldn't really have been using her powers at all besides her telepath powers where she can't make the voices go away. It just seems like maybe these pills are what makes her sick when she uses her powers and she just doesn't realize it because she probably hasn't pushed since her brother at that point. And whether it's unreliable narrator or not, Kate telling us that using her powers too much hurts her. She could be thinking she's telling the truth because the pills were giving to her ever since she has been pushing. But anyway, like I was saying, we find out in one of her memories that Dean Shetty visitor gave her the pills, dulls her powers, so she's not a telepath technically when she's taking the pills. Now, here's something that I want to bring up really quick, okay? Why is this scene important? Well, number one is that it seems to me that she may be primed for a redemption arc and she's being set up to die. I think that she's honestly been revealed to be way too powerful to survive into the boys season four or into Gen V Season 2, which has been confirmed and greenlit. There's plenty of overpowered soups. We know Newman can pop heads. We know that Marie is super overpowered, and we have our own theory that she could take down Homelander if she was trained enough because of her bloodbending abilities. They're pretty broken. So it's not like Kate's the only broken 
person, but we thought she was super overpowered with just the pushing power. And now we know that there's a lot of other things going on here with her powers. We know that she can literally suck people into her mind and her memories. And and there's just so much that goes on with this. I mean, like I said, think Jean Grey, think the Phoenix, not fully the Phoenix, but something like that. So I don't know. I just think that she might not be able to make it past season one just because of her character arc it seems like she is set up for the redemption and for the death the big sad death at the end of the season will be kate that's my on the board guess all right so now for the rest of the episode just a couple points here emma gets her memories back she goes right to sam and they go and do the deed sam doesn't believe he deserves her but she is going to ride or die with him all I have to say about that is the relationship in the show is awesome. Like I said, I haven't had a chance to be on the podcast, but they talked about it. Dave and, and B. Toms and Paul, they all talked about the fact that it's just been amazing this entire season. We do like Jordan and Marie as well. They are awesome. But just so many scenes with Emma and Sam have been amazing. I loved the last episode where they didn't have their memories and Sam was saying, I'm going to remind you that you're a hero. It's just money. So most of this episode does take place in Kate's mind. Her powers are going haywired, like I said, a little OP there, and they all get stuck in her head, okay? And when I say they, I'm talking about Marie, Andre, Jordan, and Rusty. Bad luck for Rusty. Now, here's the big things that come out of these scenes, all right? So we find out that Andre was sleeping with Kate while Luke was still alive. Not a good look for our boy Andre, okay? It was pretty much a guess that we had because it just seems too obvious that they just jump right into a relationship. It seems like they had some feelings for each other. And I hate to keep bringing up my YouTube videos, but we did say this where it's the cliche best friend and girlfriend after the boyfriend slash best friend dies. But again, not a good look for Andre and Kate. We also find out that Kate was pretty much planted with Luke. So we do we do need to learn more about Kate and Luke. We do know that she was being manipulated by Shetty and she was planted. Did she actually love him or not? I'm guessing she did. I think she loved him. I think she came to care for him. I think she came to care for the group a lot, but she was just being manipulated, and it's a shame. But obviously, Marie and Jordan didn't have a good reaction to it. But then another scene we get, another memory we get is Jordan Lee. They're witnessing Luke attempt to get the truth from Brink. We find out that Luke has done this many times. So Jordan Lee hears it. They walk in, and they don't know what's going on. And Brink basically insinuates, and then Jordan Lee thinks that Luke is getting super dosed with V. Of course, Jordan Lee says, how do I get some of that? They're super naive in this memory. Didn't realize it was anything more nefarious than just super dosing the number one and, and making the next Homelander. But the big thing here is that Jordan Lee does end up helping Brink subdue Luke and then kept the whole thing a secret in return for a TA job. So that's how we find out how Jordan Lee got their TA job. All right, next memory here is Luke receiving his blood transfusions from Sam in the woods, and Luke did not realize this at all. So in the woods, not only were they testing on Sam, but they were bringing Luke knocked out into the woods and augmenting his powers with blood transfusions from his own brother who he thought was dead. He would be in this room. He would wake up. He would freak out. Kate would be in the corner. She would tell him that his brother is dead and put him back to sleep crazy stuff there's all these theories out there about whether sam has extra powers whether he's similar to legion whether and when i say legion i mean like another similar telepath to kate almost or if he's just like queen mave but if he has those psychic abilities 
The transfusions could be how Luke was breaking through Kate's powers and seeing a young Sam and having Sam talk to him. We still don't know why he was seeing a young Sam say, come get me, I'm in the woods. That could be Sam using his powers. That could be Luke using his powers. That could be a connection between brothers. It could be a little bit of both. Or it could honestly just be that Luke's mind is going nuts because Kate just keeps erasing it and erasing it and erasing it. And he keeps getting memories back and she just keeps on erasing it and basically breaking his mind. It could go either way. I'm not positive yet, so I'm not going to make any guesses, not going to put anything on the board. Our last memory here is Marie's memory with her parents' death and a manifestation of her worst fear. Her sister tells her she's a monster and she killed her parents on purpose. There's not anything like big revelation here. It's just that we know that this has molded and defined Marie and she wants to become a good person, a good superhero to show her sister that she's not a monster. And again, manifestation of her worst fear, her sister outright telling her, you killed them on purpose. You wanted to kill them. That is not what Marie wanted to do, but it is her fear. All right, guys, I'm going to end this episode by saying Brian, Paul and Dave, the boys are going to have a full podcast about this episode dropping tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. If you guys like this single podcast, let me know. If you like some of my theories, let me know. If you if you want to jump on the Discord, give us some theories of your own. Tweet at us. Hit us up via email. Everyone who emails us, tweets at us, discords us, we answer every single person back as long as we don't accidentally miss it. So throw some theories our way. Let us know if you think our theories are great or crappy. We love it all. We love to interact about these shows. The Discord link will be in the description. And if you're looking to support the podcast, the best thing you could do is hit that subscribe button and subscribe on our main Bingetown TV feed. That's all we ask. We love it. If you want to throw us a review, we love that too. We appreciate every single one of you guys. I'm dropping this episode immediately. And then tomorrow, you guys should all have another episode with a full breakdown from the Gen V crew. Once again, we are Binstown TV, and thank you so much for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.